Welcome to Passionate and Prosperous, the only podcast about creating success in your life and business by using your voice, gifts, and skills to do the work that lights you up, make money, and have massive impact in the world. This show teaches coaches, creatives, and service-oriented human beings how to trust in yourself and leverage your unique message, experience, and expertise to attract your ideal audience, create clients, and organically build your soul-aligned business. I'm your host, mindset and business strategy coach, Stacey Brass Russell, and I can't wait to help you to set yourself up for success and use your passion to create the prosperous life and business that you truly desire. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Passionate and Prosperous. So before we dive in today, I just want to first of all say happy holidays because if you listen in real time, which I know that many of you do, this episode is actually coming out right between Hanukkah, Christmas, Kwanzaa, and New Year's. So if you're listening, it's December 28th or close to it. And I, first of all, just want to wish you a happy new year. And I know that 2023 is going to be an amazing year for all of us especially those of you who might join me in the Passionate and Prosperous Academy. So I just want to remind you that the Academy doors are open and we officially begin in January, but the Academy is an open enrollment program, which means that the moment that you are moved to take empowered action and step into a supportive, incredible container to grow your business, to scale your business, to feel like you're in a high vibe community, to give yourself all of the mentorship and, um, strategy that you would like to take you to the next level, we will be here for you. So all you have to do is reach out to me, set up a discovery call, uh, send me a message on social media. There's a million ways to let me know that it's your time. And once you do that, we will have a conversation and talk about getting you enrolled as soon as possible. So I want you to always remember that that is there for you. I'm so excited that I have created this opportunity for there to be um, a way for you to get support and to take action the moment you really feel called to do that. So with that, I'm now going to tell you about our very special episode. So for those of you who listen regularly, you know that most of the time you got me by myself, solo Stacy, And every once in a while, when I feel like I have someone to bring to you that I know will inspire you, will motivate you, will get you excited, and will also make you feel, I know I try to make you feel amazing about the journey to your passion and prosperous life and business, but you know, sometimes you can be like, yeah, 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 Stacy. like hearing it from you, it's all well and good, but maybe you're like special and you're the only one who gets to have <laughs> what you're talking about. And I want to bring you people to show you that it's not only me, that yeah, I'm special, but you're special too. We're all special. And I have a special guest for you tonight. So I am bringing in my client, Jess Diamond, and we are going to be having, as always, an inspiring and awesome conversation. And you're going to get to hear from someone who started her business not that long ago, like a year, less than a year ago. And you're going to hear about all of what she has accomplished just in what I consider to be a really short 
length of time. So first, I'm going to read you Jess's official bio, and then we are going to dive into our awesome conversation. So Jess Diamond is a certified life and nutrition coach and the founder of Jess Diamond Coaching, where she helps college kids and young professionals learn how to adult. With her signature Own Your Life coaching program, she helps 20-somethings adapt to their lifestyle changes that come with getting jobs, moving out on their own, and overcoming independence hardships. Jess officially left her corporate job and moved to an entirely new state at the end of March 2022 because she felt her full-time job as an interior designer was taking the time and energy she needed to grow her business. Looking back eight months later, Jess says it was the best decision she ever made for herself. Jess's mission is to help as many college kids and young adults as she can to get their life together so they can experience their 20s the way they always dreamt. She helps them develop a solid foundation in their mental, emotional, and physical health so they can take risks, try new things, and think with their future self in mind all of which will allow them to up-level their adulting experience and have a clear direction in their life. Oh my goodness. I love reading that. Welcome, Jess. Welcome to Passion and Prosperous. Thank you. Thanks, Stacey. I'm so happy to be here. I'm like excited and nervous and it's like the same energy, but I'm just embracing all of it to be here and even hearing you read the bio that I wrote, I was like, this is awesome. Like, who did that? Oh, That was going to be my first question to you. <laughs> How does it feel when you hear me read that? It feels amazing. It's like it relights the fire that's constantly lit underneath me, but I just feel like it's exploded even more. And I'm just like, yes, I'm doing that. <laughs> Well, you know, when I read it and I, before we uh, were getting ready to record, as I told you, I was just thinking about you and about what I wanted to talk about and looking at the fact that we have been working together for eight months. And when I read your bio and you said, you know, you left your job in March of 2022 and we started working together in April of 2022. And so, you know, the first thing that I want to, that I just want to talk about and, and shout out, you know, give you a shout out for was the decision to hire a business coach immediately. Right. And one of the things that, um, that I talk about often, first of all, is, you know, the importance of, of stepping into a coaching partnership when you're a coach and you want other people to pay you for coaching. And what I tell everyone is it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean that you have to have the same kind of coach that you are, right? You don't have to have a health coach if you're a health coach. But I do think that when you're wanting other people to understand the value of coaching, see the value of coaching, invest in coaching, especially because even though in our little bubble, we know that coaching is so amazing. You know, we've said, between the two of us, we've said the word amazing like 50 times already. Um, because we know that coaching is, is legit and powerful and real and we believe in it. It's still actually sort of a, like an enigma. Like it's not everyone knows of, about how, about how powerful coaching is and what it can do for you. And so all of the coaches that I hear from that, struggle to get people to want to work with them, one of the first things I always say is, but if you're not investing in coaching for yourself, 
what makes you think that other people who know nothing about coaching and you know about coaching, what makes you think that these people that have no idea what coaching is, why would they step into coaching if you're not actually embodying energetically the belief, right? The walking the walk that you talk. So first I want to talk about what made you know, how did you know that you just wanted to start your business with a coach? Because when we got on that first call, I knew that you were ready. Like you were like, I'm hiring a coach. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not pussyfooting around. Right. So what, what, tell us about that. Cause I think it's so amazing that that was your mindset. Um, well, I think it's important to know that I knew I was moving and leaving my job 11 months before it was happening. And it was just a matter of like putting things in place for me to do so. And started listening to a lot of people or like a lot of CEOs, a lot of entrepreneurs, and everyone just kept men- mentioning like how important it is to have a mentor. Like you need someone that you want to follow in their footsteps in some way. So I knew I had no idea what I was doing. I was <laughs> like 24. I turned 25 at the beginning of March. Like it was, I was like, I don't want to waste time and money making mistakes. I want to learn from someone that has already made those mistakes and I can just (laughs) skip that part. And that's really where I was coming from of like, I don't want to try it on my own. I want to learn from someone and try it that way. So that's, that's what I knew all along. I was like, I need a business coach and it's just kind of a matter of who. And you were the only one that I even had like a discovery call with or even looked at. And I was like, yeah, that works for me. (laughs) Well, there was a definite connection when we first spoke. I felt it. Um, And I was excited to work with you because honestly, I, you know, I have a lot of my clients are a little older and, you know, I felt really excited actually about your niche. Like even though we did some further um, you know, refining and, and getting your messaging and, 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 uh, you know, we'll talk more about like how you're attracting your clients, but you, your, your whole, um, your whole mission and niche that you had, that you had shared with me, I got excited about it because I thought, oh my God, like there are so many, there are so many people out there who need you and need what you do. So, um, so, okay. So you knew that you were going to hire a coach and I loved that about you also. I just thought this is smart and energetically, this is going to serve you. You know, this is going to do just as, as much as it's going to help you with your business. It's also going to energetically help you. I'm curious if you have the same experience as me, but I mean, now it seems so like second nature and I talk about it all the time. But I remember years ago, I used to feel empowered on my discovery calls and talking to people about coaching when I would share that of course I have a coach and I invest in coaching. And I still like telling people that I invest a lot more now than I did, you know, like three years ago in coaching. Do you feel that it helps you to feel even more empowered as a coach when you're on your discovery calls, talking to people about coaching? Like, does it give you anything do you think like to, to just be able to drop that in there and say, you know, I have a coach too. Like, how does that work for you? Um, so it's never really, it doesn't come up in discovery calls. I'll mention it to my clients, like in our one-on-ones. And it's funny you say this because I think it was last week I was sending out like a final email for my group program. And in it, I was like, 
professional athletes have coaches. Um, actors have acting coaches. Singers have singing coaches. Like, what makes you think you shouldn't have a life coach? Like, you mm-hmm. want to improve your life, don't you? So it was like that mentality that I was like trying, and I really want to work on that messaging to get it out to people. Of, like, you should work with a coach. Like, it's only going to improve your quality of life by doing so. And there's so many examples that people don't really think about and just kind of reframing their approach to what a coach can do for them and like all the different types of coaches that are out there as well. So I think it's a lot more fun and I think it makes me more relatable to my clients to be like, I have a coach or like I've talked about this with my coach or my coach. Like I just like will drop that I have a coach and it's like, I'm not just out here winging it. Like you're, putting all of your investment into me and like with what I can do for you and like to help you and like also an investment in yourself. But it's like, I'm doing that with myself as well, but in terms of my business. Yeah. I think it, it it means so much when someone's talking to a coach that walks the walk, right? Like that's what it boils down to. Like you walk the walk that you talk and, you know, I, I actually believe that a lot of the coaches that feel like it's hard to create clients, but yet they're not investing in themselves. I, I really do believe that that somehow has an impact. So, okay. So we meet and this is in, you know, we start working together in April of 2022. So let's talk a little bit about like where you were. Now, sometimes people come to me and they've already been trying for a while on their own. So by the time they come to me, they're, they're, they're kind of like, you know, like if we could say that there's like a baseline, right? And when we feel like we're really rocking it and we're doing, you know, we feel really great, we're like above the baseline. And then when we're really feeling dejected and defeated and frustrated, let's call that like below the baseline, right? Now, I get a lot of people who are below the baseline because they've already been trying on their own, without any mentorship or support or whatever. And by the time they come to me, they're like, you know, (laughs) ready to give up. Now, you were not that because you actually hadn't really started. So you weren't defeated. You weren't defeated. You didn't come to me like all like, you know, like feeling exhausted and, and, and like nothing was working. And yet you also came, if I recall, kind of with that mentality of like, I don't know how to do this, or I don't know what to do, right? So, so talk a little bit about like where you were when we first started. Um, well, when in a more literal sense, I didn't even have living room furniture yet because I had just moved, and I think I remember like pointing my computer screen out to just an empty living room, yep. and now I'm sitting on my sofa. <laughs> so literally, just I, I had. I had three paying clients up until that point. One, while I was all still working with them, my first, very first paying client, um, I signed at the end of December. So we're almost coming up on a year. She's still working with me to this day. And the other two just kind of happened by chance. Like it was good timing with the New Year's resolutions. They wanted to get into like bettering their health in terms of fitness. And I was able to explain to them how beneficial it would be to also do the health coaching that I was more focused on at the time because I hadn't really finalized my framework or anything until I met you. Um, So I really, my schedule also didn't allow me to even try to look for other clients. It was like, maybe I could fit in one more, but I really just didn't have 
any room between my corporate job and personal training and then the clients and then getting ready to move and like everything was very full. So when I first started talking with you, it was just kind of my first paying client was ready for her renewal. And that was our very first conversation was like the week before she renewed with me. And I didn't even know what to say with that. Like I didn't even know how to renew someone that was already working with me, let alone find like or attract any other clients because I just like there was nothing no thoughts came to my head of like how do I even do this it was like I'm gonna hire someone or like work with someone that's gonna show me the way like how do I create a sustainable business so yeah I I also I'm sorry to interrupt you but I don't want to forget this because I'm now I'm thinking about our audience and how they're gonna love to hear this but Also, you are not, even though you're in your 20s and you're in this sort of generation that we, all of us older people, associate with like the social media lovers, you're not a social media lover. You did not come to me as someone who was like posting incessantly on Instagram or making reels or TikToks and like you were not, that's not how you showed up. And so... One of the things that I also, you know, love about your story and and t- why I wanted to bring you on is because, you know, a lot of the people that I that come through to me, it's one of it's it's either one thing or the other. It's either that they've been trying to use social media only to grow their business or to start their business and they're feeling really frustrated because they find out that social media takes a really long time to get any traction, if at all. And you really have to like, kind of really commit, right? Or they come in with the like, I don't like social media, and I don't want to use it. And, and neither one of those things is ideal, because you kind of need, you need both, like you need to take advantage of the fact that we've got these free platforms, but you don't need to go crazy and become a social media influencer because as you know, and we're going to talk about the yellow brick road system, you, you actually really need to like look at your act at your life and figure out how you're going to leverage your life, like leverage who you are, where you go, the people that you encounter. Right. So when we first met, And the reason I'm pointing this out is because I already know that some of the people listening could be making up a story as they hear all of your success. They could be making up a story. Oh, well, she's in her 20s and she probably knows how to use social media so well. And I want to tell everyone listening, Jess did not come like wanting to be on social media. Like as a matter of fact, there was some resistance to it, right? So, okay, so you come and and that's – I'm bringing that up because you said I didn't even know where to get clients or what to do, right? So – so we come and you don't know where to get clients. You don't know what to what to do. And so now what I want to talk about is like how how do how do you perceive the journey that we've taken? Like so if you were to like think back to April, I want you to just tell me like what do you feel was the progression or you know what what for you was sort of the thing that help to move the needle the first time that really helped you to feel like whatever we want to call it, like a little more confident, like, like feel, feel like you knew what action to take. Like what do you remember back then? Like what felt like that first thing? Oh, um, 
I don't know. I think the main, I remember the main thing I wanted help with was how do I tell my friends what I do so they can tell other people because I knew I wanted a referral business, but it was like, how do I, if I can't even explain what it is that I do in like a really short, easy way, how can I expect my friends to be able to relay that information to other people? So I think coming up with that and also just really before we were even working together, when I, when you helped me just, well, you inspired me to just rewrite my entire program to create like my own signature system rather than using a general one provided by my certification. It was, that really helped my confidence and that helped me see where the value comes of like, you're not just paying a coach for some cookie cutter generalized program. It was like, no, you're paying me because I'm giving you so much value that is curated to your specific needs. And I was able to start playing on that idea and breaking out of that shell of like basically taking off the training wheels that was provided by the certification that I was in. And so I think between that and between the messaging, it really helped me feel like I knew what I was doing and I knew what I was providing to other people and that like I am worth working with. Oh, oh my God. I love that you're saying this and I want everyone listening to take that in. What Jess just told us was that as soon as she stepped away from the cookie cutter and the done for you and she wrote her program, which we call her offer, right? When she really fleshed out what made her coaching program specific to her clients, right? So not a generic health and life coaching program for anyone and their mother, but really customizing and tailoring that content to what she knows her niche, which look, I did not, we, she did not come. Some people come to me and really don't know their niche, right? They're just making shit up and pulling things out of thin air. And I'm like, no, we, it's not going to work. But the one thing I'll say about Jess is she knew she works with 20 somethings, young adults, like that was super clear. Um, but once she then customized and tailored her coaching program and what we call the framework, which we're going to talk about in a minute, to her niche, her confidence level offering that and talking to people about coaching like went up by like a million, right? Or it was like, it was, that was a huge shift for you, right? Like of, in terms of really seeing that it was a val valuable to work with you. That's never been your issue, I have to say also, whereas some people, they are really uncomfortable charging. They want to charge like a dollar. And I'm like, no, that's not enough. Um, but you came in very clear that that you knew what your program was. And shortly after you customized it, you were like, man, this is so good. I'm raising my investment, right? And I was like, hell yeah. So and get get yeses at that investment, right? Which is something that's really important. So, okay, so you felt the confidence. We got your program. You felt like it was customized and felt really good telling people about it. But the two big issues, if I remember at that time, were number one, what you just said was like talking about it. And this is really important for those of you who are the people saying like, I don't want it. Whether you want to be on social media all the time or not, it's the same thing. 
you have to be able to talk about what you do frequently and all the time and in a way that feels conversational and in a way that just feels natural, right? Because nobody wants to like get an opportunity to talk to someone and then sound like this weird memorized robot, right? Or go into like saying like a hot hook where all of a sudden the people you're talking to are like, why are you like reciting this like statement to me, you know? Um, So one of the first things we worked on was you getting more conversational, right? And I want to dive in to the pillars of the academy, right? Because the pillars of the academy are mindset, mission, message, manifest, market, and mastery. And I really, really like believe that when we get really clear on our mission, and that's where your framework is too. Like in the pillars, I like creating your transformational system, really getting clear on your mission and what you do. That's all in the mission pillar. Do you feel that the work that we did to take you off script and off of feeling awkward and and away from like a memorized hot hook or whatever into that conversational place. Do you feel that part of that was the work that we did on just getting you so clear on your mission and what you do that you didn't feel like you had to like have a memorized thing, but that you were actually becoming someone who could just talk about it, like just talk and, and see it as a conversation? So I would say like, I've always known what my mission was, but it was more so the conversational aspect of it where I didn't want to feel like I was just word vomiting onto them. And I remember the first thing that like you helped me come up with was like posing what I do as a question so that it flows better into a conversation. And like, I honestly forget about like doing that because I've come up with my tagline and it's so natural and it's so fitting that I don't even do it anymore. Whereas I'll give the example, like before it was um, like, oh, what do you do? Like, well, do you ever feel like you're running around with your head cut off and you don't know which way is up? And it's like, yeah, I do. It's like, well, that's what I do. I help you figure out which way to go um, or something along those lines. And now it's like, I don't really use the question part of it anymore because it helped me be able to get to my refined line of like, I help young professionals get their shit together. And every single person I encounter, whether they're a young professional or not, when I say that, they know exactly what that means for them. And okay, that's the but special even part. that I just want to say, like, I when you started saying that I was like, yes, like the fact that you gave yourself permission to just be that right. Like, I help young professionals get their shit together. Like, this is what I try to get so many people to do is to f- get out of thinking that you've got to, like, have this convoluted sentence where you say everything and anything you might possibly need to cover, right? But to just come up with these really casual, relatable, normal things that people say that someone's going to get immediately and then they can ask you the next question, right? Whoa, what does that mean, right? And then you can say like, well, I'm a coach, you know, I'm a health and life coach and, 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 and make it into a normal conversation. So when you started saying that, I thought that was just the most brilliant, brilliant move, you know, brilliant transition. And for the people that you're meeting, right, out, going out on the weekends, at the gym, all the places that you go, that is the most relatable thing you could possibly be saying to people. 
So do you feel that, um, so yes, you were very clear on on your mission. Um, and in the mission pillar, we do get really clear on those statements and on, which is a little messaging, but it also is just getting you to the point where you're so embodied in the work that you do that it doesn't feel like you have to like struggle to talk about it. You know, when you're rooted in your mission and your passion, it's easy to talk about what you do. And then we add to that the framework, the signature, the signature system. And then that adds another layer of, again, when you are talking to someone about what you do, it's really hard to describe coaching or what you do in a session. But if you tell someone, this is the process that we go through, it's much more compelling than than trying to describe a coaching session, right? Oh, well, I ask you questions and then, you know, you we, we come up with an action step. So, um, okay, let's talk about the yellow brick road. Okay. So everyone that, that listens to the show knows the yellow brick road system of organic business strategy is what everything that I teach is based on. And when we met, you didn't have a yellow brick road, right? So would you share with everyone what it feels like to you? Like, what does your yellow brick road look like? Because we've built out, I think, like a really nice path for people to get to you, right? So talk about what you've been doing, because in short, in a short amount of time, in eight months, we put your Oz offer up there at the top, and then we've slowly been putting in the things along your your yellow brick road that we we call the things that you use to attract and the things that you use to serve, like build your no love and trust and nurture your people. So I would love for you to walk us through what you've been doing with your yellow brick road. All right. Well, first, as like a side note, before I get into that, I was explaining to someone yellow brick road and they were like, oh, a funnel. And I like completely forgot the word funnel even existed because I just <laughs> listened to you say yellow brick road and I use it too. And it's just like such a nicer way of yeah. communicating like what you want people to like go on this journey with with you rather than a funnel like a funnel seems so dirty and like yeah so I just thought that was funny where they were like a funnel and I was like oh yeah this already exactly um so (laughs) so my yellow brick road I've got I feel like I have a lot of things that lead up to Oz that we've come up with. So it first started off with, I was creating um, a how-to weightlifting guide for people. So that was like my first free thing. And then something that's more simple that I offer is my top three habits every young professional should develop. And that's just like a free resource PDF just to get some emails. And then you really dug it in for me to start doing workshops. So um, at when was it the end of August, I did my first workshop and got like a lot. Well, basically, the whole thing was to gain emails because we you wanted me to start sending out emails. And that's like a very that was a huge step for me to take. So um, it was (laughs) doing my free workshops. And now I have like the goal of doing one free workshop a quarter, like at least. And then like, as of right now, like while we're recording it, I'm in week like this Wednesday will be week two of my group program, my first paid group program. So that's like another step on my yellow brick road. And then the next step would be Oz. And 
I've started, I've been building my email list and I send out life hacks of the month. So it's just one email that I can commit to every single month, get sent out on the 15th, like very consistent. And it's very doable for me to be able to handle as well without feeling like I'm annoying everyone on my email list. Cause I know when I start to offer my like group programs or my workshops, I'm just like, I feel like I'm spamming them so hard. But I'm like, you have to do it. Like, come on. So that was a huge mental block that I that you helped me overcome was sending emails and getting the email list and doing the workshops and now the group programs. And it's, uh, it feels very good to know that I am creating this yellow brick road for myself. And it makes me feel confident in my ability to run my business long term. Like it's not just a one off, I got lucky signing a new client. It's like, no, I have like 80 something people on my email list right now that are following me in some way, whether they open every email or they open every other email, it doesn't matter. They're on there. And I know I'm getting some kind of messaging out to them. Okay. I'm so glad that you, that you brought up the email list and everything, because one of the things that, that you know, you're not the only one. You're not the only person that like is afraid to use their email list. I was one of them, right? So it's not like I came out of the gate wanting to email everybody all the time. I definitely did not. And, you know, sending out emails is definitely, and I hear this from all lots of entrepreneurs, like, you know, of all levels. So it's not just, you know, a beginning entrepreneur that doesn't want to use their email list. And there's so much stuff when I mean, we have a whole episode, right, on, unsub- you know, unsubscribes and unfollows and what to do about it. Because our biggest fear of using our email list is that people will unsubscribe, right? And one of the things that you and I have worked through and worked on and talked about a lot is, well, we don't want anybody on our email list that that doesn't want to be there, that isn't potentially a client. And I know that that may sound maybe a little jerky, but the truth is, is if you weren't trying to have have the people on your email list become clients, you wouldn't even need to use an email list because why would you bother having an email list, right? It's sort of like the email list is purely for business. So when we get all hung up on our friends and our family unsubscribing because we're sending too many emails, you know what I say. I'm like, well, let them unsubscribe. Who cares? We don't need them on the email list. We only need the 20-somethings that are getting used to getting your emails about your life hacks and they love getting them. And then the other emails that you send are also, and this is really important about the Yellow Brick Road system. This is this is what I base everything I do in my business and what I teach my clients. Everything else that you're sending out is of value because you mostly do free things. And then occasionally you're telling people, oh, I have this little paid thing. I have this paid workshop. I have this paid thing. But you're always backing it up or prefacing it with, but I also have this free thing, right? And when we give out tons of value, it's really important that we don't then assume that when we're ready to tell people, oh, I also have this for you and it costs a little money, that they're just going to like throw their hands up and be like, "Ah, I'm out of here. You know, what do you mean? You're charging? You know, we have this like whole story that we make up, you know? So I want to, I want to, like hone in on what you said about realizing that this is like a sustainable business model, right? That that you realize that it's not a fluke, that you're not sitting around going, I created one client and I don't know how to do it again. 
right? So Mm -hmm. when we first started putting the workshops in place, you're right. We weren't doing it to lead to money, although we're always hoping that it may lead to a one-on-one client, but we were doing it to build your email list, to get people to move along your yellow brick road, right? Because coming into a workshop is different than just seeing stuff on social media or even getting that freebie, right? Signing up for a resource, a PDF and getting it is great, but that's still not quite the same as getting to be with Jess, right? To be in the room, to be in the Zoom room, to get that delivery and to have something transformational happen, which is another big part of what what I teach, right? I say, what do I say? I'll let you say it. What do I say about transformation? Oh, that people want transformation, not information. Yeah, right? So so getting people, the, 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 the PDFs and the resources are great. It's a great way to get people in the door. But then the only way that we can actually give them something experiential or have them feel the transformation of coaching, like, it, you know, like in real time so that they can go, oh, this is what she means, is to get them in something, right? To get them in a room, to get them in the Zoom or whatever. So you started doing that. And then I want to clarify for everybody about this little paid group program um, because um, people have heard me talk a lot about how I don't recommend doing a big group program until you've created a bunch of one-on-one clients, which you've been creating one-on-one clients. But this group program was really fun and exciting because it was like part of a little stack that we put in. And you did a free workshop leading to, this isn't like, you know, a really expensive program. This is like a four-week juicy little nugget that's not super expensive that you put into your yellow brick road to see if you could get some people from that free workshop to take another baby step with you, right, and give them some more value. And then... What we're hoping is that we're going to then have those people, some of those people or all of them move on to working with you one-on-one. So let's go back to the free workshop (laughs) that you were putting out um, just a few weeks ago, uh, because this is going to be really helpful for everybody, okay? So let's go back. We decide, you decide on this free workshop, you get really excited about this, this workshop and this program. And you start putting the workshop out into the world. And what happened? And barely anyone signed up with like, I know I listened to your the podcast episode that you just released like in today's time of last week. And it was talking about that like two weeks out. Yes, that was me. Uh, (laughs) I (laughs) had like six people signed up and I was just like, this is a flop. Like I created a dud. Like I didn't think I did, but I guess that's what it is. Like nobody wants to do it. So I wanted to cancel it. Yeah. So you send me a message, right? And you're like, I guess this is just a dud. I remember the message. You're like, so I guess my workshop is just a dud. I, you know, and like you know, my, a couple of my friends and my aunt or whatever signed up. And I guess I should just, you know, not do this. Clearly no one wants this, right? And what did I say? Well, I mean, I think like the other part was that like, uh, it made me even doubt if I should do the group program. So then I was like, should I even do this? Like, I feel like it's going to be a waste of my like time to even put this together and no one's going to do it. Like, 
well before I was even ready to announce that it was in existence. So total doom and gloom, right? You were you went down yeah. the doom and gloom rabbit hole. And the reason why I'm making you talk about this, okay, is because why do you think? Because everyone listening to this needs to hear it. Because everybody here has doom and gloom. Because everybody here makes one post about something, doesn't get a huge response, and then goes away and goes into doom and gloom. And right, everyone here does it. So what had happened at that time was you had done a couple of posts on social. Maybe you'd sent out one email. And it was still a few Mm -hmm. weeks out, right? Mm -hmm. And... I want you, the reason we're talking about this is because everyone here has tears. Everybody here goes through this and you, this is why I love you so much. You allowed me to coach you, right? And this is a big deal, you guys that are listening, because it's one thing to have a coach and it's one thing to go through the shit that we go through as entrepreneurs. Because I go through it too, Jess. I went through it with my event. I've talked about it on the show. I've talked about it, right, when no one was signing up. And the the thing is, is we all go through it. We can all have coaches. But the defining factor is if you're willing to do something about it. Is if you're willing to to listen to your coach, to take the coaching, to take the mentorship, to push through the difficulty, the fear, the resistance, right? So what did you do once we had our little exchange about this? Well, you asked me, you were like, well, like you can cancel it. Like, what do you want to do? Like, do you just want to do it? And it like, I took a step back and I thought, and I was like, okay, well, there are like three, I think like three out of the six people were brand new to my email list. And I was like, at least they're brand new. I'm getting emails. Like I'm going to just do it for them. And so I just kind of was like, all right, I'm just, I'm going to do it. And then like slowly more people started signing up. And then when we were at Passion and Prosperous Live, I was at like 17 people and it was that following Wednesday. And between thing like that Saturday and that Wednesday, it more than doubled. And I ended up with 36. Like it just (laughs) all really started to work out and to think like I was going to cancel it. And then like the workshop itself ended up being the best thing I've ever created to this day. Like I felt like I was on fire doing it and being there in the zoom room. And there were so many people that came to it live. And it's just like, it's just funny to look back at like, I really really thought I was going to cancel. I thought it was a dud, even though I knew when I originally thought of the idea, I was like, this is going to be amazing. And then it just, I spiraled and you, you supported me. You were like, you can, you can call it quits. Like that is okay. What do you want to do? And I was like, well, I don't, I don't want to call it quits. But I think I also said it ain't over till it's over. I'm sure that I, before I said you can call it quits, I'm sure that what I said was Jess, People sign up for things at the last minute. And what is another thing I talk about on the episode or on another um, uh, show that that people need to hear and see about things 22 times at this point before they take action on it, right? So at that time, I was like, listen, in my book, this is not give up time. I was like, but if you want to give up, then, you know, like, then that's a choice that you're going to make, right? But I know that I would have said I don't think this is the time to give up, right? Because I know how business works and I know how these things work and you need to keep showing up. I probably said, if you 
are not going to be able to show up with the energy that will attract more people, then that's a different story. Like if you're in give up mode and you're not going to like shift gears, then it's not going to work, right? But if you're going to believe your coach who's here saying two weeks out, we do not cancel shit, okay? Like that is not like magic is going to happen, right? And then you immediately shifted gears and you said, I'm no longer in the mode of of cancel. I'm in the mode of enroll. And as soon as you got into that, now let's talk about what you know I call the number one strategy, like what I consider to be the number one strategy, which again, for you and many people feels a little scary. Um, we were just on a call today for the past, for the prosperity accelerator and everyone was sharing their wins of the week. And like a number of people's wins came from this one strategy. What strategy are we talking about, Jess? Personal outreach. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So, you know, we know that like, we can't just post our shit on social media, sit back and then get discouraged when two to 5% at the most people that follow us on social media even see the post, right? And we're sitting here assuming, this is the story that everyone makes up. I'm going to make a post on social media about my awesome workshop. And then we're making up this whole story that everyone saw it, that that all of the people that follow you on social media read the post, read through it and thought, this sounds shitty. And just were like, fuck Jess, right? This is the story we make up. When in reality, probably two people saw the post, right? And they might not have even read it. So posting on social media is not a strategy, right? It's part of a strategy, but it's not a strategy. So you did start doing more right? Reaching out to people and saying, hey, did you see this? Are you coming? So let's talk about how personal outreach has shifted for you, right? From when we first started, what did you think of personal outreach? I mean, it's funny that you say shifted because I don't think it shifted. I still hate it. I've always hated it. It's like, it just is not fun for me to do, but I do it anyways because I well, that's know the shift. like the I shift is it. that you're doing yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the shift. But there's no like mental shift. Like I don't feel any differently about it than before, but I know like I'm going to do it no matter what. I just need to like breathe for a moment or like go outside after and like shake it off. And it's like that can be the only thing I can do for like that hour, even though it takes like ten minutes to do. It's like, nope, that's that's my hour. I so Me, tell everybody what so tell everybody it. what why you hate it. Like what is going on in your brain when it comes to personal outreach? Um just that they're annoyed with me and because like I get annoyed when people message me is like if it's out of nowhere. Like I so many times like I'll get a random Facebook message from someone asking about my business, not from a client perspective, because I'll click on them and they're like some business coach or like strategist or something like that. And I'm just like, I'm already annoyed that you're just messaging me out of nowhere. So But is that I mean, like personal you- outreach in our system? Do is that what No, that's what I was gonna know. say. Okay. So you've taught me of like when people comment or I'll like create Insta polls. So when people come like vote on those polls, like I'll message them from that. So it's a little bit better, but I still 
a part of me just feels that relation of like the dirty like messaging that I get from other people. I still feel like that's being reflected from my end on someone else. Mm -hmm. So, but one of the things that we've talked about a lot is that we're not talking about cold messaging people. We're talking about building relationships with people that have expressed interest. We're not talking about reaching out to strangers, right? And being like, hey, how's your 20-something-year-old life? Don't you need a coach, right? But we're talking about building relationships with people that have expressed interest, that have attended a workshop and reaching out to them and saying, hey, did you see I have another one coming up, right? Like, so it's very different to build relationships. That's what the personal outreach is that I'm talking about, that we're talking about versus we're not talking about cold DMing. That is not personal outreach. So I'm saying this for the listeners because I don't want them to think that I'm telling you to cold DM anybody because you know that that's not what we do. But building relationships is really important. And I know that there are people listening to the show that have come to First of all, that listened to the show because I saw them make a post about something on Facebook struggling and I messaged them and said, hey, I have a podcast episode about that, right? So I'm reaching out and offering someone value and they're not going to be like, ah, fuck you. I can't believe you messaged me. When what I'm saying is like, um, you said that you don't know how to get clients and I have like five podcast episodes on how to get clients. So like you could take it or leave it. You know what I mean? Like, so when you've done personal outreach, Jess, even as painful as it is for you, have you gotten results? <laughs> no, <laughs> nobody ever responds yet, but I have, or actually I take that back. I did personal outreach for my free workshop. Um, and I think I got two people that signed up from it. So not zero results, but it's still like, I know with the group program, I've like sent out very personal emails to people and like got crickets back. So it's like, there's definitely, I know like it'll pay off in the long run. It's like a muscle I need to keep working, but it's still, it's, it's also not a numbers game. Easy like I, I actually think that the fact that you just dismissed that you got two more people to sign up for your workshop. <laughs> uh, like, did you hear yourself totally dismiss that? <laughs> like, don't you think someone else would be thrilled if two more people signed up for their workshop? No, I was thrilled. I just like, I forgot that that had happened. <laughs> right. Because like so fresh for me was messaging people for my group program and that I got nothing from. So I like forgot that I had done that originally and was like, I even remember when I was doing it, I was like, Stacy's going to be so proud of me for this. Yeah. But you know, also one of the things that we talk about is the, the ripple or the processional effect, right? So like it's staying in action and it's, it's building the relationships, but every action that you take when it comes to personal outreach, it's almost like you can't only look at it as how it comes. It's not always that it comes back to you in a in a direct linear way, right? And we talk about this all the time. So, you know, you did your workshop and then what happened? So your your paid group program already started. And after it already started, two more people asked if they could join, right? Two more people <laughs> that came to your free workshop. Now, I know that you're not, you didn't necessarily reach out to those people personally, but in a way you did because they were getting your nurture sequence emails from the free workshop. 
they were being reminded to watch the replay, right? And our email list in a certain way is personal outreach, right? It's very different to use your email list than it is to just post on social media. And would you say that we'll just call it a large percentage, not everyone, but would you say that at this point you're starting to see that the people that do say yes to the things that you're offering are people that are now on your email list and they're responding to the things that you're doing? Yeah. And I also think it's helpful of like tagging them from where they came from. And I realized today, like when I was adding the tag to the person that signed up this morning, like he came to everything so far. So it was just interesting to see like, oh, he has been following my Elric Road. I didn't even realize like he wasn't even on my radar and he's right there. Yeah. So it's, it's very exciting and reassuring to know that like, I'm not just sitting on my butt doing nothing. Like I'm putting things in place now for a successful outcome later on, whether that later on is tomorrow or like two months from now. Exactly. Or longer. I have people that, that, that step into one of my paid offers, whether it's one-on-one or my group program, or even just a lower investment course that have been coming to all my free stuff for like two years. Right now, I'm not saying we want everyone to need two years, but that's what, but that's what the yellow brick road system does for you is when you populate the yellow brick road, then there's people at all different stages. There are the people that might need two years before they're ready. There are the people that need no time. They just need like, you know, (laughs) one minute and then they, they're a yes. And then everything in between. Right. So, Mm -hmm. okay, so let's jump to, I want to talk a little bit about mindset because one of the things that we've already done a little of it and you've already pushed back and been like, I still hate personal outreach. Okay, but (laughs) I want to hear from you, like, because I think it'll be really helpful for everyone. I think for as your coach, one of the things that I just love about you so much is that you really embody the like, say yes before you know how. You've allowed me to guide you and you trust I guess enough in me and yourself and the universe that you're willing, you know, you say, yes, I'm like, do a workshop. You're like, yes, I don't know how, but I trust that like, you'll help me figure it out and that we'll do it. Right. (laughs) What are some of the other mindset shifts that you think over the last eight months have really been like, what, what stands out to you about like your own way that you, that you're thinking? Um, I think a really big one that has happened very recently, like over the last month and a half or so was just really falling into like the flow of the universe, like energetically. And I noticed like, as soon as I relaxed about my finances, like I had three discovery calls in one week. And it was just it was like, Oh, okay. And I've been able to like look back and be like, Oh, whenever I've felt this like sense of scarcity and I wanted the abundance and I would just ask the universe like where like I need a sign of abundance like an insta reel would just blow up and it's like that's my abundance that was my sign and uh my friend even acknowledged it to me over the weekend because I had talked to her on Thursday of last week and I was explaining like oh like I got four people into my group program. Like that's just, that's what it is. Like I'm very okay with that. I'm going to run it again in the end of January because it's just that good. And I want more people to do it. And then two more people have signed up. And she said, she's like, isn't that so weird? Like you were so set, like you were very comfortable with the four people and then bam, two more just hopped on the train. And so it's just reminding myself to relax with 
the universe and not try and fight it of in every single way and like what I'm stressing about in what I'm like worried about or what I fear like anything that comes up is like I need to continuously remind like hey all these things have worked out in this way for this reason and you just need to believe in it and like flow with it so that's been my biggest mindset what are you doing to have that in place like like what like what would you what would you say is like, how do you do that? You just like do it? You just will it? You will the mindset? Or do you have any practices or any things that you've been putting in place for yourself? Um, I do an affirmation every single morning. Like I handwrite it down in a notebook. And I ask the universe any, every morning, like as soon as I get out of bed is like, good morning, universe, what good things are in store for me today? It's like my just nice way to start the day. And then I'll pick an angel card. So it's like, what angel is going to be with me? And then you sent me an affirmation deck. So I pick one of those. And like, that's the way I start my day. And then every day when I make dinner, I'll just shout like out loud 10 things I'm proud of that day or like 10 good things that happened that day. And then 10 affirmations for myself. So, and I'll just write, like, just start listening. And a lot of it is the same thing. Like Mm -hmm. I didn't get rained on today. That's a good (laughs) thing that happened. And when I was living in Florida, that was a lot more big of a deal because I would get rained on a lot. (laughs) (laughs) uh, So it's just keeping my mind mentally strong and healthy in that way, in a very energetic way has helped me to be able to relax and feed into things a lot more. And I feel very healthy mentally. And like, I remember October was the first month that I felt like the whole month, very strong mentally. And I feel that for December already, and we're only five days in. So it's just, everything feels really good right now. I know November, I had a little bloop with wanting to cancel my workshop, but that was it. That was the only really downfall of November. But that's not even a downfall, Jess, because honestly, that's the whole point of building that mindset and having that confidence and all those practices is because it's inevitable that we are going to have a bloop, (laughs) that you are going to have a a, a moment of self-doubt. It's inevitable. So it's, it's all of the things that you just described. I hope everyone wrote all that down. Right. I share lots of practices too, but you just heard like a rock star morning and evening routine. Right. We need to put these things in place for ourselves so that when we do, when we're going through it, because you're going to go through it. I mean, oh my God, this is this short four week program that we just launched. Imagine when we launch your big eight week, you know, program that costs a couple of thousand dollars. Like, you know, you'll cry then too. Trust me. Um, <laughs> But you'll have perspective. You'll know like, oh, my God, this is just really hard right now. And it's okay, right? So all of that resilience and all that confidence and all the work that we do is so that when we have the challenging moments, we bounce back easier. We can get our perspective back more you know, easily. And that's why you're able to, when you come to me with challenges and with things that are going on, you're so able to turn that around. You're such a good reframer and you're so good at, you're really, really good at, 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 again, it's a lot of trust, you know, in your mentor and in your coach, but I tell you to do something and you do it. And that's amazing. I feel the same way about my coach, right? Like she, I come to her, I'm like, I make a complaint. I'm like, this isn't going well. And she tells me what to do. And sometimes I'm like, I don't want to do that. Right. But 
when I do it, it's always the right thing, right? It's always like, it's always like taking the action. So, okay. So let's, let's talk about some amazing outcomes that you're having right now. So as obviously everyone heard, you've, you got people in this program, right? You had 30 plus people sign up for your workshop. You got your, you got six people into this little program that you're doing. Um, and you had a really, really big, like a really big, what do we call it? Milestone that you set a goal, right? And that we knew what number you wanted to make, right? The and and to to basically surpass your corporate job. And when did you do that? I did that in October. And what you don't know is that I am on track to have my third month in a row doing that for oh this God. month. So. Okay. This is incredible. (laughs) It is so exciting. And I want everybody to hear this is her fit. That was in her sixth, seventh and eighth month or, or seventh, eighth. And this will be your ninth month, like, you know, December. I want everybody to hear this. This is a little fast also, but I want you all to know that the reason why Jess is able to, has been able to create these results for herself is because, and I'm not trying to say that if you still have a job that you have to quit or you're not going to be able to do it, but I just want you to know that she is so all in. She's so full time. She works in and on her business every single day, takes massive action every single day. And that's how you get these results. And you're, you're amazing because you wake up every day and you're committed to doing this. And being in action and being all in is how you make this happen, you know? So, all right. I know this is going to be, this is our last, my last question to you. Um, and you know that I love talking about this with you, especially because I've also had to sort of like nudge you, nudge you, nudge you. Everyone here knows that I think it's really, really important to celebrate your wins and your accomplishments all along the way, like no matter what, like how small or how big or whatever. And I'm always, I'm always telling Jess when we have a celebration and she tells me someone signed, someone renewed, I got 30, whatever people. And I'm always saying, how are you going to celebrate? Right. And so I want you to talk for a minute about celebrating and how that fits in for you in your, just, just like, like, tell me, if it has an impact for you when it comes to like, and and you're, you just shared with us that you dance around your kitchen and yell out like things, but let's talk a little bit about what's your favorite way to celebrate your, your wins and your accomplishments. Um, I don't think I have a favorite way. I think it's just important. Like the importance of celebrating is acknowledging that you hit a milestone, like that you did it and like you deserve something a little extra special. So I think like I've done three milestones that I've been like really proud of. And the first time I bought myself a bouquet of flowers, the second time I bought myself ice cream because I never buy myself ice cream. And the third time I bought myself a pull-up bar. (laughs) So uh, just like, I've just been finding different things of like more like a treat yourself in a new kind of way that I, like I'm very calculated with my finances. So it's like, okay, what is something I've been eyeing, but I haven't justified being able to spend on? And I just go and do that as my form of celebrating and not something expensive. I think my pull-up bar was like 20 bucks. Like it's 
nothing huge, but enough that I'm taking a moment to acknowledge and celebrate myself for creating something amazing and hitting a goal. And I hope to be able to buy myself something else at the end of this month for hitting like a quarterly goal. Uh, so fingers crossed that I do what believe that's like? going to happen. What would you I like? am on track. I Let's talk about it. What would you like? What would you like? What would be, what would be like a quarterly? I hit my quarterly goal. It's the end of the year. What what would be really fun, exciting? Like what comes to mind for you? I really don't know. Like I haven't given it much thought. Um, I just I know like with the holidays coming up, I'll be getting some holiday money and that was like gonna go towards paying off my car like finishing completing that so like I no longer owe anything on my car um, for all but- of you listening if you don't get your 20 somethings over here to work with Jess you're fucking crazy right <laughs> I mean just listen to this woman listen to her <laughs> How could you not, how could everybody not want their kid to work with you? I don't know. I mean, if I had a 20 year old, I'd be like paying for them to work with you. Um, so, okay. So you don't have to tell us right now what you're going to celebrate, but you are going to celebrate, right? Yes. I got to think about it, but it's all, it's the beginning of the month. We've got a couple of weeks to go. But I want to tell everybody why the celebrating is so important. And I talk about this for myself and I know this about Jess. I know her well. And I know that she's a lot like me and a lot like a lot of you. And we are all people who the minute something great happens, we take one second. We're like, oh, yeah, that happened. And then immediately our human brains go, but I have to do more or I have to do the next thing or but what about what about what I have to do? Right. And we don't always allow ourselves like enough time to fully like soak in and integrate those little wins and celebrations. And those things are what then build up for us when it comes to our confidence, reminding ourselves, you know, about about what we are able to do, right? Because to be an entrepreneur and to have your business, you are constantly stepping outside of your comfort zone, right? You are constantly taking action that's new, that you think you don't know how to do. And every single time you do something like that and you survive, right? And it's like, it's not the, first of all, usually it goes really well. But even if the only outcome is like, I lived, right? Like the way Jess has to do her personal outreach and then go take a walk, right? (laughs) She survives. The celebrating is what we do to sort of stretch time. It's how we make sure that we don't allow that moment to be so fleeting that it doesn't have a chance to like take hold in our nervous system. And so even when you buy yourself a little something, whether it's the pull-up bar or the flower, I mean, the flowers, the ice cream, it's a little anchor. It's like a little thing that like, that, that gets to remind you so that you can stretch that moment. And you have to stretch those moments because as an entrepreneur, the next moment of self-doubt or of, you know, feeling uncomfortable or whatever is going to be right around the corner. So I love that you're willing to to play along with me. I know the first few times I, when I voxered you and I was like, you have to celebrate. You were like, what? I was like, yes, you do. <laughs> so um, thank you for doing that. So do you want to share anything else before we wrap up? Do you have any words of wisdom that you want to tell our Passion and Prosperous community? Um, I mean, I feel like it's things they already know. And it's that you know exactly what you're doing and what you're talking about. And 
anyone that would have the opportunity to work with you, whether it's free paid in the academy, like in a random group program, like it's jump on it. Like I will hear the same things over and over again, because I'll go to everything that you do, but it's always said in a different way. And it makes me think about it differently. And it's so helpful. And I I'm just forever grateful to have found you from, I know how I found you. You commented on someone's Facebook post and I was like, I want that business coach. And that's kind of how it went. But I really do love every moment I spend with you, whether it's on our Zoom calls, in our masterminds, in any group program you're offering, on our Voxer calls. It's just so nice to know I have someone in my circle that has my back that is looking out for me. And that reminds me to celebrate when I forget to. Mm. Thank you for saying all of that. I do want to say that I appreciate everything you said. And I'm, I, and I'm so honored to work with you and be your coach. And I wanted to also give you an opportunity if you wanted to say something not about me, but just about a words of wisdom that you want to share with our community as well. But I appreciate uh, that part of the words of wisdom was, was <laughs> do anything Stacey does. But but really, like, I want everyone listening to know that Jess is an unbelievable coach. She is, she is the real deal. She walks the walk. She takes her work and her programs so seriously. Her clients get results. Um, she's the real deal. So that's why I, I want, when we're going to, uh, when you go to the show notes, you'll be able to go to Jess's website. You'll see her socials. You can follow her. Um, and I also want to give you an opportunity to just say a closing remark, anything that you want to share. Um, I think just like from coach to coach, uh, this is not easy, but it is so, so worth it. And just digging into that part of your heart and reminding yourself why you're showing up in the first place and what you're creating is benefiting so many people and don't give up, but people need you. Each coach delivers something special and unique and it's needed no matter what. That's all we need to hear. We are my, mic drop. So Jess, thank you so much for coming and for spending this time with us and for sharing your incredible journey. I know this is going to be so inspiring to everyone that listens. And I, I just want everybody listening to rem like replay what Jess just said, because you know, this is what I want for you. And what I want you to believe um, is that there are clients for every coach, for every provider for every wellness professional for every every one of you there are clients you just have to put yourself out there and make yourself <laughs> make yourself visible right so okay that's what we have for you today and uh once again if you're listening in real time happiest happiest holidays happy new year we are going to have an amazing 2023 and i will be with you next week in your headphones so signing off bye everybody Thank you so much for listening to Passionate and Prosperous with me, Stacey Brass Russell. If you like what you're listening to, please make sure you're following or subscribing. And if you're on Apple, that's the little plus sign on the top right so that you get notified when new episodes drop every Wednesday. As always, I'm sending you love and high vibes. And remember, life is hard and there's always something you can do about it. <laughs>